You're ready to be premature wow, all over again. Wow, that's, that's impressive. Quick, quick reset. Yeah. Quick reset. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Licking okay. gin balls. It's just going to be a vicious cycle. Who knew the job was pro bono? I was so high that um, I shit myself at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get still here. Somebody, somebody, everybody mute. Goddamn, you're killing me. My SEAL Team 6 went to SEAL Team 12. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with punching above your weight. The fight you get better. Well, I don't know what's worse. You're a ginger or you've been vaccinated. You sit around and drink and solve the world's problems, right? Hey, let's go ahead and unwrap this present <laughs> so, uh, and let the I... debate begin. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is another episode of A Spirited Debate. Uh, you know what? It's a little interesting situation here. I decided uh, that I would make the arduous, painstaking journey to North Carolina this week. So uh, Mac was gracious enough to host me. I am actually in his studio with him this week, recording from North Carolina. We were able to get together, COVID notwithstanding. We're being careful. We're masked up. We got gloves on. We are not taking a chance. So uh, this one ought to be a good one. Uh, sorry that Haas and Grinch uh, can't be local to us, but, uh, you know, I'm still here with Mac in his studio, and we are recording this episode from North Carolina, some undisclosed location in North Carolina. That being said, unfortunately, we do not have Grinch on the show today. He is dealing with some external issues. Uh, hopefully, no issues there, and he will be back next week. That is the game plan. But I do have the rest of the four horsemen here. Gentlemen, how is everybody doing? Doing just fucking fantastic today. It's great to have you here in the studio. Thank you. I'm happy Thunder to be here. Cats. <laughs> okay, no boom shakalaka. Um, I, I like to reserve that. Oh, oh, that's special. special occasion. Occasion. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, bro, I am here in the studio with Mac. Is that not a special occasion? Send out a boom shakalaka, motherfucker. Thank you, thank you. That was worth it. it. The trip, the miles, the the journey, it was all worth it just for that. I appreciate that, Haas. Uh, glad to glad to have you here as well from Austria. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you're not here, but I'm glad you're here. It's always nice to see y'all's faces, you know. Uh, Mac, what were you going to say, brother? No, I was going to say, super excited to have you here in the studio. Uh, yeah. I appreciate you making the trip. Uh, I know it's been, you know, with COVID and everything going on, it's, you know, always kind of dicey. Um, but as you said, you know, you've taken all the proper precautions, masking up everywhere you go. Absolutely. Uh, staying, you know, staying in as, as much as possible. Uh, I don't think that you need to wear the condom around the house. Just when you're walking around, that's a little odd. Don't judge but, me. you know, I, I appreciate all the rest of the safety precautions you're taking. I don't, I don't, but um, I, we just got the finger wag and I'm not sure what we did wrong, but um, I'd yeah. like to apologize in advance for whatever it, that may have said. been. Thor says he'd like to apologize in advance for whatever the finger wag was for. Was that the boom shakalaka? Is that, is that why? Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Sorry yes. if I got you in trouble. Uh, Mrs. Oh, Haas, fine. I do apologize. It's all good. Uh, and apologize to your neighbors for us as well. Yeah, uh, well, they I, just I like to make sure. Yeah, they just assume he just finished and climaxed. That's, that's right. It, that's it. That's it. That, that, I mean, that's what <laughs> that's you. Your, do. That's what you do, right? That's your trademark Stand move, up. right? They, that's right. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at the calendar, going, "It's not Friday. What the fuck is going on over there?" Little uh, little double X degeneration X with a boom shakalaka. That's, that's it. Right. That is it. Uh, yeah, super excited that you guys are here. We got a good one for you today. Obviously, before we start that, let's go around the room and find out what everybody is drinking. Uh, Haas, I'm going to start with you. 
uh, because, you know, being here in the studio with Mac, being gracious enough to uh, be in his uh, La Casa, we will do our drink last. So I'm going to start with you. Okay. What are you drinking today, brother? I struggled and was going to cheap out and just put like bourbon over ice or something, which, you know, it's not a bad thing, but I finally just said I was going to try something new and different because it's been a while, I feel like. So I'm doing something called a Honolulu cocktail. And we have is, not referenced it, but is it in the Cocktail Flow app? It is in, it it is is. in the Cocktail okay. Flow app. Yep, right. yep, sure is. Um, and I think I need to probably look for different places to find recipes because this one's getting a little old and crusty. Gotcha. Um, it's gin, pineapple juice, orange juice, lemon juice, simple syrup, and Angostura bitters. Ooh, nice. Uh, I, again, I'd be remiss if I didn't point out that we are January, February timeframe now, and you are still, 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 still drinking gin. Yeah. So interestingly enough, um, as you guys know, the wife and I went on our first vacation in many, many months this past weekend, and they love their spas over here. You know, it's like a fitness health kind of spa thing, and but they're kind of pricey. It's mostly all inclusive all inclusive except for the booze. So I'm kind of a cheap bastard. I took a bottle of monkey 47 gin with me and Mrs. Haas and I had a couple gin and tonics every night uh, while we were winding down the day. And I have discovered that apparently I love gin. Okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But you, you stumbled onto it based on us doing this show and look at that, man, a new love would, would have never thought in a gazillion bajillion years if you had ever told me at any point in my life that someday I would be a avid gin drinker, I'd have told you you were full of shit. Um, cause I've tried it multiple times and yeah, I can't get enough of it. I mean, I'll be, I'll be honest. If we remove Snoop Dogg from the equation, I would have probably said for me, gin is a more sophisticated spirit. If you were drinking it, right. It just, it had that appearance that you're a more sophisticated drinker as opposed to a bourbon or a whiskey or a tequila for me, gin always seemed like that very sophisticated spirit. Are you and trying to say Snoop Dogg is not sophisticated? No, I'm, I'm saying he, he brought a, a grittier street level approach to gin, where previously I would have said gin is more of a sophisticated drink. It's the James Bond of, of alcohol, right? And mm, nice yeah. suit. And, and Snoop Dogg brought Shaking it to an entirely stirred. different level. Thank you, Snoop Dogg. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Uh, you made it approachable for the rest of us, the, the everyman and every woman, but yeah. So not that you're not sophisticated house. I'm not saying that. And I apologize. That's how it came no, across. I, I, I didn't think, I, I think what you're saying is what I'm kind of feeling, which is sophistication or not, it's definitely not a spirit that I was really ever introduced to. It's not what my family drinks at all. Right. They're definitely bourbon whiskey people with the occasional like vodka or tequila thrown in there, but definitely not gin. And so discovering has been a real pleasure and adventuring out and trying different ones has been a real pleasure. Uh, even in the middle of winter, when snow's coming down, like it did today, I, I still like to have good gin. So that's, yeah, that's what I'm having. And look yeah. at your refined palate. I'm sorry. And it is the Honolulu what? Honolulu cocktail. And I used, um, I used the botanist in it. The botanist gin. What else is in it? Oh, uh, pineapple juice, orange juice, lemon juice, simple syrup, and Angostura bitters. Okay. Okay. All right. So, it, I mean, obviously gin. I mean, if that works for you, 
Hey man, more power to you and your sophisticated badass self. Uh, I appreciate it, Mac. Let's go ahead and jump to us. I know you were gracious enough again to invite me to your La Casa here in North Carolina, and you made a drink for us today. If you would go ahead and elaborate on what that drink is. I, I did make a drink for us today. And um, I, I don't know, it's, it's kind of sad and with a heavy heart uh, that I have to announce that you're leaving the show. Chief, the chief margarita officer has been fired. Um, no. Yeah, no. I think I think he's going to have to step down. Why? And, and put his tail between his legs and, and admit that he he may have been wrong. Uh oh. Why, um, why is that? Uh oh. Elaborate, so, please. Yeah. You know, absolutely. You know, I've preached it. You know, time and time again. Store made mixes, pre made sweet and sour. It's easy, it's quick, it's the way to go. It tastes really good. I invited a little harlot into my house who <laughs> brought with him. Hey, does, does that harlot uh, have a beard and long hair and a, and a, and a man bun? And a little Hi, everybody. In a bitch bag? Yes, yeah, I do. I yes, do. he does. It's an Indiana Jones satchel. How dare you? <laughs> so he rolled up in here with his, you know, pretentious self and said, you know what? You've been preaching time and time again about your pre-made mix. Let me show you how it's done. And we made a homemade sweet and sour mix last night, which is, you know, obviously just straight water, sugar, lime juice and lemon juice. Kind of put that all together, and then you can shake it with your tequila of choice. Uh, add triple sec or don't add triple sec. We tried it both ways. Um, I think we've determined that without triple sec is just as good. Um, we plowed through with our fajitas last night, three of them per person. Each, each yes. Per person, and there were four of us. So we went through a full, a full bottle of the uh, homemade simple syrup. And I look, I'm man enough to admit when I'm wrong, I won't go back to a pre-made mix. Hey brother, your wife's man enough to admit when you're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, let me rephrase that. My wife will never let me go back to a pre-made mix. Um, Wait, did she suck those down last night? Wow. Um, I've never seen her drink. I was like, when am I getting another margarita? Don't skimp on the margarita. Even Little Mac was blowing through them, yeah, which yeah. wasn't great. But no, uh, yeah. So we made um, we we plowed through that batch of simple, uh, you know, the uh, sweet and sour last yep. night. So this morning, of course, I had to get up and make another batch of sweet and sour mix, and I made a couple of margaritas uh, for Thor and myself today, and that is what we are drinking. No salt on the rim today. Crushed ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kirkland Signature Silver Tequila and homemade sweet and sour. I'm sorry, what what kind of sweet and sour? Sweet and sour. What kind? Sweet and sour. <laughs> homemade. Let me just let me homemade clarify for the listeners at home. Sweet and sour. For the listeners at home, it is homemade. Uh, yeah, he and did. He, God he damn was, it is good. He was not pleased that he had to kind of own that one. And, and I told him, obviously, with all things, when it comes to spirits, right, you're going to do what you like. And that and that's what you should do. If you spend the money on it, regardless of your approach to alcohol, you should enjoy it. And, and I simply wanted him to try a different option 
and be honest about the feedback and say yes or no. And he was gracious enough to at least own the mistake and say, you were right. Homemade is better. And how long did okay. it take us to make it? Um, 15 minutes, maybe yeah. 20 tops. Not that long. Yeah. It's not an all day um, process. No, but again, you know, I think, and you admitted in my defense, you know, I was never knocking the homemade sweet and sour. I was simply saying at the time, you know, having never made it myself, right. that, you know, clearly it's much easier. And I still stand by that. I think if you were making large quantities of margaritas, which, you know, it is definitely something that you can do that with, you know, like at a pool party or something, it's probably easier to do the homemade, or I'm sorry, the, the, the store-bought, store-bought sweet and yeah. sour, but I'm just never going to invite anybody over. So all I have to do is make homemade sweet and sour for myself. Smart man. Smart man. Well, Mac, I do appreciate the, you owning the mistake. Well, out of curiosity, what is the shelf life for homemade sweet and sour and homemade uh, simple syrup? Um, for homemade sweet and sour, <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to figure out. It's going to um, get drunk before uh, it goes bad. About three hours last night was the shelf life. And um, yeah, so then we had to make more. Uh, again, again, I don't know because as Mac just alluded to, it doesn't last even in my house. And again, I'm really the only drinker, but in my house, when I make it, it generally doesn't last because you're not making a gallon of it. You know, it's a, it's a two to one ratio, two cups of water, one cup of sugar. And then it's for that portion, it's a half cup of lemon juice, half cup of lime juice. And those were fresh squeezed in all of it. You heat it just to melt the sugar and then you, you go to town. And so it, what, what was the size of the container we had? It was like a quart jar something like that. Yeah, it was about a quart. Yeah. Something like that. So it made about a quart and then a little less. No, about a quart, right? Four. Yeah, about a quart. Yeah. Oh, well, about a quart. Well, four cups. Well, it's four cups because we spilled the, a little bit trying to pour yeah. it out. Uh, and so that's about a quart. And, and that didn't last. And I imagine the sweet and sour we made today probably won't last. We made, so we made 12 last night with a quart of the sweet and sour mix. Right. Okay. That's what we, that's what we drank through last night. Yeah. Alcoholics. yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it is delicious. And uh, again, I, 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 I'm not asking you to change the way you do things. I just wanted you to try it and be honest about it. And you don't that. have to ask me to change it. You, there you go. You convinced me to change it. Boom. I win. Okay. Well, don't drop your said, mic. <laughs> with that being said, Mac, again, thank you for enjoining, uh, yeah. to, to allowing me to come to your studio yeah. and record cheers, this. Gentlemen. gentlemen, cheers to you and let's have a great episode. Prost. Uh, skull, my Viking background. Skull. Yeah. All right. So there you go. There's our drinks. Let's go ahead and jump into our topic. So this topic, it's not a new one. And it's one, again, uh, when I reflect on the 100 plus episodes that we've recorded here, I'm surprised it's not something we've discussed previously. But no time like the present. So let's go ahead and get underway. Mac brought this one to the table quite a while ago. And we've kind of bandied it about and just never landed on it and we thought this might be a good time to do it i'm sorry we don't have grinch here because i would love to have his his take on this uh maybe we cycle back to it and, and have this discussion when he's here because there are a few things about it i'd like to debate with him specifically in his approach but um i guess maybe about a year year and a half ago there was a little youtube thing going around uh, a amongst the spirit lovers on youtube the people that kind of talk about different spirits drinks and so on and so forth and it was kind of what are your top theirs was specific to bourbons what are your top five bourbon or whiskeys and those were based on like your daily drinker your cheap mixer your special occasion your impress your friends and then your really kind of top shelf those five we thought we kind of pare it down a little 
and just discuss our three. And those three are going to be related to what is your daily drinker? What is your mixer? And what is your special occasion? And that special occasion can be for you specifically. It can be, I want to impress my friends, whatever the case may be. But those are the three we were going to discuss. And we can do some honorable mentions as we always do on any of those types of shows. But that's the topic. Now, on YouTube, it was specific kind of to the bourbon whiskey market. Uh, we are leaving it open to any spirit. As Haas mentioned during his drink, his love of gin, maybe he'll throw a gin in there. Maybe he won't. Uh, Mac with tequila, maybe he'll throw in a Kirkland's tequila. Maybe he won't. So we're kind of leaving it open. Vodka, rum, gin, bourbon, whiskey, those kind of, you know, tequila, whatever. But we're going to leave it open. But those are the three we're going to focus on. So I'm interested to see what you gentlemen bring to the table. And we can have a discussion about it. We can have a debate about certain aspects because I think that obviously is integral to the show. So that's what we're doing. So with that being said, let's go ahead and kick it off. We're going to start with numero uno, and that is your daily drinker. So we're going to go around the room, make it casual, easygoing, fun, and just find out what is everybody's daily drinker and why. And if there happens to be a debate around that, let's go ahead and do it. So who would like to kick us off? Yeah, I, I would oh, say okay. my, my daily drinker kind of fluctuates, but Interestingly enough, my daily drinker, which everybody who's known me for more than five minutes knows it used to be crown and ginger with a lime, um, which I haven't had. And oh God, I can't even tell you the last time I had one, um, is now usually a bourbon with an ice cube or a rum with an ice cube. Um, or it, yeah. Or yeah. a gin with an ice. No, if it's right. a- well. If it's a bourbon, now, obviously, uh, we have known you 30 plus years, and I think mm -hmm. unequivocally, we can all say Crown was your daily drinker yeah. forever. It was. Yeah. It was. So if I had to pin you down now and say, if you're, if you're picking a daily bourbon drinker just over an ice cube, what would your bourbon drink be on ice as your daily? Hands, hands down, Buffalo Trace. Buffalo Trace, just a basic yeah. Buffalo Trace. Yeah, bang, bang for buck. It, for me, it's the best daily drinker on the market like no one i mean come at me bro someone someone at me and tell me i'm wrong and give me some just you know some suggestions to try but i mean i've i i will tell you this uh on christmas day i had a buddy of mine who's from london over and we did 14 different bourbons in one day that's how many i have here in the flat and um to me i mean bang for buck buffalo trace is still the best for me and again, you don't come by this lightly because I know like historically, right? I mean, you've probably done Jack because of where you were living in this, you know, Tennessee, probably done yeah, Jack at Jack some point. and George Dickel were really right. big where we were living in Tennessee. Yeah. I know you're a Four Roses fan. I am. Absolutely. You know? 100%. So, so there are others out there that you have done, but you're saying if, if you're walking into a liquor store going on your mind, daily drinker, that's what you're grabbing. Right. Cause I mean, you're talking 20, 25 bucks. And I think for, that's depending. Yeah. Because I, I know here I say here, sorry, because I'm in Carolina, but down where I live in Florida, it, it fluctuates between about 29 99 and about 39 99, depending on where you get it, but it is always available, which is nice for a daily drinker, right? Because you want that availability. Um, so, I mean, I mean so, so much so that I always make sure I have a bottle or two in reserve. It's one of the, 
And I'll say this about my daily drinkers. I always make sure I have a bottle or two in reserve because it's a daily drinker, right? Um, so kind of since it, in, in honor of Grinch not being here, I'll kind of throw out this. When it's not a bourbon, it's a rum. And it's it used to be Diplomatica. And I generally keep a bottle of that in reserve as well because I also like that with just an ice cube. Um, but that now this Don Papa has me kind of hooked. And I think that's it. So it kind of fluctuates between the two. So it's either Buffalo Trace or Don Papa with an ice cube as the daily drinker. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, And obviously I think availability has to factor into it. And I know you've mentioned a number of times where you're living over in Europe, Buffalo Trace, Mm -hmm. amazingly enough, happens to be available. So thankful. So well, and, you know, and we worry, we worry about supply chain issues and so every time I get a chance, I try to pick up a bottle of it because they, part of the problem, well, not part of the problem, part of what's awesome is they don't know what they have sometimes in this stuff. As so, in they don't realize the... the yeah, they could be the charging quality. another 10, 15, right. 20 bucks and people would pay that shit. Well, at least you probably would. Oh, hell yeah. 100%. <laughs> Look, uh, and again, there's nothing wrong with that because I think for the longest time I... Once I tried Buffalo Trace, I was I was like, okay, I'm hooked on that. Uh, and even recently, my wife was was gracious enough to get me a handle of it. So I mean, I've got a 1.75 tucked in the cabinet, and I mean, I can probably drink that at any point. But yeah, I totally agree. All right, let's jump to Mac, uh, your daily drinker. Uh, and again, something you can probably do easy, available over ice. And, and I don't know because uh, we do have a second category of mixer. So I would say something if you were just going to sit down and drink it, to, you know hard day, whatever. And you're like, I just want something, take a little edge off. What would your daily drinker be brother? So, I, I mean, it's, it's very hard to argue with awesome Buffalo Trace. It's, it's, it's a very good bourbon. Um, it's smooth. It's easy to drink. Um, neat. Or like you said, over, poured over a block of ice. Um, you can throw it in a, uh, old fashioned, you know, get, get, get a little bit of flavor to it. Uh, for me, though, the problem with that is, is I can't use that as a daily drinker because of where I live. It's very hard to come by. Um, so while I agree and would love to make that my daily drinker, I can't I can't go with that. Um, because you can't always get it. Because I can't day. always get it. Yeah. Um, which also makes it tough for any just general, you know, daily drinker here, because you never know what you're going to see when you walk into the to the local ABC store. Um but one that I, I've really started to enjoy, uh, and I've tried a couple times now, uh, I, I've seen it a couple times in different places around, so it's pretty easy to get, is the uh, Wild Turkey Long Branch. Okay. Um, that's the uh, offering from you know Matthew McConaughey, where he partnered with, uh, it was Jim Beam, um, to create... No, Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey, sorry. Yeah, you're right. It's <laughs> the so Wild Turkey Long Branch. He partnered with Jim Beam. With Wild Turkey. Yeah. He's been drinking, ladies and gentlemen. You can just, just a little that. bit. That's right. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's nice because it's it comes in at about 86 proof. Um, so it's not real hot, but it's got a little bit of kick to it when you drink it. Um and, and you know, kind of the whole goal uh that they had when they made it was to kind of infuse that spicy kind of smoky mesquite flavor to it, but it's not overpowered. Right. Um, so I've really been enjoying that lately. And again, that's, you know, easy to find around here um, for the most part. And I think, you know, again, you know, as Hoss mentioned, you know, and you mentioned, it runs about $39 for, 
for a bottle of it. Um, so it's not, it's, you know, it's not real hard on the wallet. Uh, so, you know, yeah, if I was going to go with a daily drink or something, you know, I, I just wanted to grab and pour over, you know, some ice that that's what I would go with right now is that wild Turkey long branch. Now, uh, uh, sorry. Is go that ahead, good? Huh? Yeah, it's pretty darn good. Now, and, you, and, and as I said, I mean, you know, Buffalo trace, fantastic, you know, bourbon, it just, it's not something I can get my hands on here. Um, so I can't really call that a daily drinker because I don't know when I'd be able to get, you know, get a bottle of it. Yeah. And in all fairness, I got to tell you, it it makes me want to like fly into Louisville, rent a car, go down to the distillery, buy a case of that shit and drive back to, to sure. If I live there, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm that, I'm I'm that hard up for it. Like to be honest. Yeah. I feel like at some point though, as you start crossing state lines, that's, that's for distribution, not consumption. Um, although if they, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, well, and, and I would tell you, they would know it was consumption. Right, I was saying, they got to meet mean, him and go, okay, we honest, get it. I'm going to distribute it. it right to my gullet. That's, that's <laughs> the only place it's going. Uh, yeah. But, and I, and again, I know I'm here in the La Casa and I know you have the long branch in the bar. So obviously while I'm here this week, I would it? love to No, I haven't. We'll, so we'll I, would break love it try I haven't either. I'm curious. Definitely. Definitely would like to try it. All right. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll throw the smoke top on it and infuse some extra smoke in it. I would love to try that because I know you and I have had that discussion in terms of you have tried that once. Uh, and what'd you say? I'm sorry. Describe exactly what you said it tastes like. So after, after completing the, the infusion of smoke into my bourbon, it toasted pretty, you know, I mean, it was, it was not too bad on the nose, but when you hit the palate, it was like a burnt out house. <laughs> um, you know, the charred ashes of somebody's, you know, hopes and dreams. Wet charred you know, ashes, I'm sure. Wet charred ashes of somebody's hopes and dreams. Uh, so clearly, I think I did something wrong because they cannot possibly sell as many of these as they have if every drink tastes like that. So, Fair enough. I mean, I... Well, I, well I, with, with, with Mr. Homemade, you know, in, in the Casa, perhaps trying to process while he's there might, uh, it might, might, bear it might teach me something. Yeah. Might right. bear a different fruit. I mean, I would love to try it. So absolutely. Let's, let's break out the long branch. Let's break out the smoke top. Let's see what we can, what trouble we can get into this week. I'm all about it. We've got nothing but time. That is true. That's Just it. don't burn down the house. Amen. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll go ahead and to get to me. So I thought a lot about this in terms of daily drinkers. And I've watched a number of videos and I've tried to educate myself, especially with this podcast and the year and a half that we've been doing this, just trying to educate myself. Uh, the three of you, obviously, notwithstanding and the help that you provide and, and the things that you bring to the table and going, hey, you know, I'm, I'm trying this. I'm like, okay, I'll try that. Things like that. Now, Haas, I think by default, immediately I would go, I absolutely agree with your Buffalo Trace assessment. Like for me, availability where I live is always there. Uh, It's easy to drink over ice, no problem. Unfortunately, I get into this situation where as I try more, I don't know if it's my palate's refined. I would love my daily drinker to be something like an Eagle Rare 10 year. And I do have a, a number of bottles of that. So at least in the, in the short run, I would say that might be my daily drinker, but I think people would go, okay, cost, you shouldn't be drinking yeah. that daily. I, I, I mean, look, if I, if money was not an object. Pappies would be your I, daily. I, yeah, sure. Pappies or even Eagle Retinue or um, 
Anal's envy. I, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, we know I, I love me. Yeah, I mean, you could drink it daily. I really could, no doubt. And that would probably so, be a bad, bad thing. So ju- just so everybody knows, um, you know, again, I'm, I'm here in the studio with Thor. He is wearing his big ballers brand shirt because clearly that's the way he rolls with his Eagle Rare tenure. Uh, as a daily drinker yeah um so in like in a in a short what three four weeks he has a collection that most collectors have been trying to get for like for you know, years like, for years yeah. well there was a time uh, about two years ago where my wife stumbled on eagle rare and she got me like it was like three or four bottles and it really was my daily drinker and i mean at the time i was like i wasn't even thinking about the cost of that but I was just, it was it was hard to get and so when it's like finding that many bottles i was like and i didn't I didn't really account for the fact that it, it was going to be difficult to get more down the road. And so I kind of plowed through it. Maybe that wasn't the smartest approach. So as much as I'd like it to be my daily drinker, Haas, like you, Mac, like what you've said, like the availability of it has to factor in. So as much as I'd love from a palate perspective and the enjoyment I get out of Eagle Rare, it can't be my daily drinker. Another one that I've stumbled onto recently, Haas, and so have you, that might fall into this is Wild Turkey's Rare Breed. Now, I know that, uh, Mac, you mentioned like things being slightly hotter and it is 116.8 proof. I have drank it once by itself and it was quite tasty, but I don't know being that hot that I would make that my daily drinker. So unfortunately, as much as I would like to kind of vary what we're talking about here, I think Buffalo Trace would ultimately be my daily drinker for all of the reasons that you guys have cited in terms of availability of an alcohol, the, the palate, the nose, the taste. And it is just one that I can just pour. And again, I do have a 750 and I do have a 1.75 of it. So I, I make sure Haas, like you said, if it's available, I get it. I stock it. And I make sure that I've always got it because it is something that I can absolutely drink. So, I, I mean, I, I like it so much that if I was still living in the Southeast, I would contemplate and, and try to figure out a way to get a barrel. Is that even, but can they do that? I mean, can you do yes. that through them? I wonder. Yeah, as an individual? Uh, I know, I know when I, when I uh, toured both the Jack Daniel distillery and the George Dickel distillery, you absolutely could do that. Um, and I know Costco and or Sam's Club, they get barrels. So you can actually buy barrels from them now too for I want to say like eight, 10 grand. I mean, that would just be badass. Well, and, and, not and not only is it badass, but but honestly, bang for buck, how much you get out of that, you can save a lot of money and it lasts. Well, you a would long have time. to drink a lot though. I mean well, not necessarily because the longer it sits in the barrel, the better, the better it is. it's well, that's true. It's so true. You, you you tap you tap the barrel you set it and you just enjoy for i don't know three four five years unless you invite all of us over and you know two right. three weekends <laughs> <laughs> which would totally be worth it yeah but but I, if i still lived in the southeast that was that and i was talking to mrs Haas about this not that long ago i was like you know if we live there i would totally end up wanting to go get go up there and get a barrel and she's like, what is that run? I told her, I said, well, let's sit down and do the math because I bet you it would save us much money. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Plus, it's a showpiece. It's a conversation starter. Oh, that's you've it got too. a barrel. Right? Yeah, you roll up into somebody's home bar and they tap a barrel. 
Uh, I mean, come on. That's fucking that's a, that's a baller move right there. Yeah. Although you would have that's to be a, careful. That's a, that's a Thor move, right? Yeah, you'd oh, have absolutely. to be careful, Haas, because I have been at the the Mr. and Mrs. Haas shindigs during yeah. July 4th weekend. You get yeah. too many people over there, your barrel may end up empty in short order. Nah, bro. So nah, you gotta nah, be nah, careful. Nah, nah, nah. We we would regulate. We would just pour, I think I would pour out of the barrel into a container. And that's and all would, you're doing. We, we would ration it. Per, we would ration it per day. That's I mean, it. it would be a large container, like you know, one of those giant like lemonade or iced tea dispensers, <laughs> <laughs> like a five gallon uh, the igloo cooler, like five gallon bucket. spigot. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You, you may recall that those those shindigs did not hurt for boost food, or fireworks. No, so, they did not. Yeah. <laughs> or rose bushes to the face. Yeah, I'm so glad we kept that bush too. We planted it. Mom, we planted it at mom and dad's in honor of you. Uh, well, I guess I have to go to your parents yeah. and revisit the rosebush. Uh, yes. All right. So there's our daily drinker. If, if you had to guess on, on Grinch's daily drinker, anybody want to fathom a guess or. Right. I don't know. Man. I'm going, I mean, going Blanton's. <laughs> As a daily. You want to talk about big ballers. I mean, that guy, well, let's, let's be honest though. We know what his new daily drinker will be for the next couple of weeks. It's going to be the 82nd airborne whiskey. Yeah, better be. Uh, He'll be drinking that and sending pictures of it every night. That he rightfully earned. Yes, he did. I, I, well, I don't know. As much as he likes rightfully. beer, as much yeah. as he likes beer and, and being there at Southern Pines, I got to think it's going to be a Southern Pines, whatever their seasonal special is that he their, likes. Their brew is for the, yeah. for the time. Yeah, I'm, I agree I'm, with that. I'm trying to think if I've heard him talk about a daily drinker in terms of spirits, something that would be his go-to. But again, I don't know. It's tough to Hoss's point. I'm not so sure that his daily drinker would be a, spirit. a liquor, right? I mean, I, I think he has definitely over the years proven to be, you know, a beer guy. Um, way more than any of us. Way more than any of us. And, don't, and way more than his liquor. I mean, look, Thor, not I know you like brew it. your own. I know you have a refined palate when it comes to that stuff. But I remember back in college, he was really into craft beers back then. Um, I don't know if you were or not, I don't recall, but I know he's been into craft beer for a very long time. We all have our vice, don't we? Well, vice. <laughs> I mean, I think that's, that's a, a poor choice good, of yeah. words. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, you come up with a better one. Hobby. Um, hobby. Yeah. Okay. We all have our hobby. Outlet. Outlet. Okay. Then I apologize for my use of the word vice. Okay. And I will apologize to Grinch. I shouldn't have said that. And again, it's nothing wrong with be, you know, beer, obviously distinctly, we're not talking about beer here. So that's why I would be curious to have him on and go, Hey, what would be your daily drinker if you had to whittle it down? And we get him on and we talk about it. And we find out maybe we're all wrong. Maybe it is Bland's. Maybe he's just that guy. I don't know. So, all right. So there's our daily drinker. We have been around one time. We've got our daily drinker out of the way. So we're going to move to our second category. Our second category is going to be your mixer. So this is the thing, and you're not going to drink it by itself. You're not drinking it over ice. You're not drinking it neat. You are mixing this with something. And so that is going to be our second category. We're going to start with Haas because he jumped us off to begin with. And ladies and gentlemen, for, for those of you that don't know Haas personally, I would tell you that his daily drinker two decades ago was Crown Royal. His daily mixer two decades ago was Crown Royal. So I'm curious to see now, what is your mixer of choice? Um, oh, can bourbon? I guess? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, well, I'm already wrong. I would have thought you gin. Was no, 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 gin. No, no. I think Haas, what Mac was going to say is, I think he thought a gin might be your mixer. That And, yeah. and so when is you- Is that true, up, Mac? That, yeah, that's what I was going to say right now. It seems like- you Then you're right. 
Okay, well, then you're you said right. bourbon. You're 100% uh, right. We just heard did, the word bourbon. I did. Okay. Because what I was going to say, if it's bourbon, Four Roses, standard Four Roses, is a phenomenal mixer. Phenomenal. What's, what's the price but, on that? Do you know? 20 bucks. For just a standard uh, Four Roses. It might even be less than that. Now I think about it, it might be like 12, 15 bucks oh, okay. over here. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, standard Four Roses is a great mixer for bourbon. But if we're saying you put a gun in my head, you only get one fucking mixer, it, it's gin. Is Jen. It's a hundred percent Jen. You're absolutely right. Okay. Uh, do you have a specific gin or you're just saying it's just gin? Like you um, haven't had a gin you don't like yet. Well, I have met gins I don't like actually. Um, right now, my top two that I bounce back and forth are botanist and this monkey 47. I really, really, really like this monkey 47. It's just so fucking smooth. Um, I don't care if it's in like a, a gin and tonic or um, a gin and sin or um, what was it? The, the gin gin highball. The gin um, Ricky. Yeah. I mean, I make it, I, I, everything I put any, either one of those in, I end up enjoying immensely. And there is nothing wrong with that. So, so I'm curious for our listeners at home, how in the fuck did you stumble onto gin to begin with? Cause we've, we've talked about your surprise that you like gin, but how did you stumble onto it? Um, well, you know, as you kind of uh, alluded to earlier, it's a very refined drink, uh, spirit, right? Oh, and, and admittedly, this is a refined part of the world. I mean, Vienna is kind of hoity-toity and refined. They absolutely 100% love gin over here. They love it. Um, and I, you know, with all of the adventurous spirit consumption that we've been doing over the last year and a half i think last year it just got really really hot out and i'm not a fan of bourbon or i mean rum's okay when it's hot up but bourbon not so much for, for me um i decided to try gin and it was in uh mrs haas and i went on a vacation in western the far Western uh, federal state in Austria. And we got this amazing bartender who was a third or fourth generation bartender and dude was making, okay, Thor, he was making fresh made cocktails that would have given you chubbies. Like, I mean, this guy was, he was a freaking artist with his cocktail. And he, he got me to try botanist gin and some of these beverages he's making. And so I started with botanist and then I just kind of started branching out from there. And how did you end up with the monkey 47? Was that somebody in somebody mentioned it to you, I think, or something? No. So what happened is uh, Mrs. Sauce and I went to Slovakia to Bratislava, Slovakia. um, And we stayed at a pretty nice hotel there in this great part of town. And there's a place we like to go to dinner there. And they had this gin beverage uh, with the monkey 47. Because I was like, okay. yeah, botanist. And they were like, no, we have something better, Monkey 47. That's what everybody drinks here. And I tried it and was just like, oh, my God, this is totally amazing. So, yeah. And then it was like, let me get my hands on that. Yeah, I mean, I, we literally, the next day, we went walk around the city to see if I could find um, a spirit vendor. And I found a bottle. And then since we've been back here, I have procured like another two. Nice. Three. Now I have seen this bottle because here, here at our undisclosed location in North Carolina, Mac actually has a bottle. So I'm curious mm. to try it. So you've not I'm, tried it. Mac, have you tried I've it? I've never tried it. Uh, I've tried it in one of the drinks we made before. And I, I thought it was pretty good, but again, I use it as a mixer. Um, I think I used it in the gin Ricky. Okay. Uh, if I recall. Um, 
It, it's pretty good though. So we we might we bought some tonic water the other day uh, when we were out and about. I, I would I, I would say this though, when it comes to gin and tonics, and I'm a firm believer of this, don't buy cheap ass fucking tonic. If you can find like a fever tree so or a Mediterranean, like a Mediterranean uh, tonic um, or an Indian tonic water, uh, I highly recommend that because they, there's something they do different. It improves infuse, the flavor. Yeah. Oh my God. It, it, it is night and day difference. Like I was at the bar the other night and ladies like, would you like Schweppes? And I was like, no, fuck that. Give me a fever tree. If you don't have fever tree, I don't, I, I don't want it. Okay, well, Matt, go ahead and so see what we'll you're going to say because I think, yeah, we'll go, we'll go back to the store to get some less cheap tonic yeah, order. Then, yeah, fair, enough, uh, fair enough, because you know, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't said, use Schweppes, the, the Schweppes liter bottle in the plastic. No, no, no. Oh no, we didn't even get that expensive. No, we bought no. the uh, the store brand. <laughs> store brand. <laughs> um, I think it, it was fifty nine cents. It was so. Yeah, and if you can find a good Mediterranean or Indian tonic water, it has to be. And then, uh, of course, if you can find it fresh mint, uh, cucumber, uh, lime to put in it, you have to. And I'm pretentious. I'm sorry. I'm lying. No, cucumber, first of all, I don't, I don't think, I don't think anyone's ever said pretentious. No, they have. Um, uh, I can well, listen pretentious. to it. Absolutely. Okay. 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 They may have alluded to and or inferred, but I mean, I don't think, I think what, it. Okay. I'm not even sure no. how you started it. You, you invited a Jezebel into your house and he's pretentious, <laughs> harlot. Harlot, harlot. whatever it was. Pretentious <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. We'll obviously have to pick up a different tonic water, but that's okay. I just think when you, when you're, when you're buying a high quality spirit, you want to, especially if you're using it as a mixer, right. And you are, um, cause I don't know anyone who drinks straight gin. Um, the other ingredients should be comparable. Nope. Otherwise you're disrespecting the spirit. Fair enough. That's a, that's... And, and therefore disrespecting your wallet and, and therefore your disrespecting yourself. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. So Haas, Haas's mixer is going to be gin, gin, maybe a botanist, maybe a monkey 47, maybe something else that you haven't even tried yet. Who knows? But it's obviously maybe. going to be a gin as your mixer. Yes, sir. hundred percent. All right. Big Mac. What about you, brother? So what would be your, it can be cheap or otherwise, but what would your be your go-to mixer if you're picking a spirit? Look, I think that's obvious, right? As the Kirkland's, <laughs> um, as the recently fired CMO, um, I'm still going to drink my margaritas uh, just because I don't have the title. Uh, so without a doubt, it's going to be a tequila of some sort to mix in my new homemade sweet and sour mix that tastes fantastic. Um, and yeah, absolutely. To your point, you know, for me, dollar for dollar, the Kirkland signature silver tequila is, uh, you know, very good for mixing. Look, I, I, I want to put your mind at ease. The board of directors here at a spirited debate we've met, we've discussed it. Um, we are, we're doing a personal improvement plan for you as the CMO, but we're not yeah, firing you. Yeah, we're not firing <laughs> you. Fucking pit. Look at you throwing yeah. out some, yeah. HH, some yeah. HR, t- HR t- bullshit. You know, and so we will give you a 90 day evaluation and see, make sure you can readjust kind of and realign your thought process here. But yeah, we're not firing you just yet. We're not taking okay. applications for the job. So for those of you at home listening, don't start sending your application to us. Um, the position is, is not vacant. So go easy yeah. on yourself, man. Yeah. Just, you know, let's see how you do with your, your personal improvement plan. And hopefully, hopefully you can retain the title of chief Marguerite officer. Uh, the first step is obviously admitting there's a problem, which you've done that, that you are wrong. And I appreciate it. 
And for the yeah. record, I think we would have all guessed that tequila would have been your choice. And, and I'm and I'm and I'm fascinated by the fact that it's Kirkland's signature silver tequila because you you're you have a pretty refined palate, right? And a, and a broad palate when it comes to tequila. So yeah, you, you're so, telling me that like a, a, a Tremana or, or, or a um, Patron or Don Julio, uh, a Don Julio. Look, I mean, again, those, as we've talked about it before, fantastic tequilas, right? There's no doubt about it. Um, but when you're talking, when you're talking about a mixer, you're going bang for buck, mm-hmm. um, you know, and around here, you know, Patron silver, 50 bucks. Oof. For the for the fifth bottle, um, you know, I can pick up a handle of the Kirkland Signature for twenty nine dollars <laughs> for six bucks, um, and and that'll last us, you know, for you know two or three days. Um, unless stores so, visiting, unless stores visiting, then we're, we're we're through it in a day and a half. Um, we did finish off the Hornitas last. Yes, night, we did. So yes, we did. We did have we 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 were forced to break open the the backup margarita or uh, tequila bottle, so. Yeah, for me, that's, you know, I think, again, as a mixer, you know, you don't want to spend a lot of money. You, you, you know, you don't want something super cheap. You want something with decent quality, um, but you don't want to use the top shelf stuff in a mixer either. You know, in my, in my opinion, again, as we've said before, you do you. You know, if you want to put Patron in, in your tequila, more power to you, man. At the end of the day, as long as you're drinking something, we're happy. And... I think this goes without saying that your your mixer should kind of align with your daily drinker and its availability. And exactly. what would be more available than something sold at Costco? Well, probably um, not beef. Not in North Carolina, <laughs> but yes, okay. it's, it's available. <laughs> so I think what impressed me most about the Kirkland's silver was the fact they put it in a monster glass bottle. You would think something like that is going to be in like a plastic which I think is I think it's rude. I think it's rude. If your spirit comes in a bottle that can bounce off of the floor, it's probably not good. Not for your worth the drinking, right? I mean, no, but you stop and think. Maybe though, if those if those drinks are being purchased for use in the restaurant industry, potentially, you may not want it in a glass bottle because you know you've got people behind the bar moving around quickly. Things probably do tend to get knocked over or dropped, and if it's in a big glass bottle. Now you've got a huge mess. Yeah. Just, just, just thinking out loud there. Um, I mean, I think your well drinks, sure. Well drinks, you can put that in there and whatever, unless someone asks to have, you know, middle shelf or top shelf as their mixer, fine. But I mean, I think a quality spirit doesn't come in a plastic container. Uh, all right. So we've got a gin and we've got a tequila. And so now I guess it falls to me. I thought, and of course we don't have Grinch on, but I thought this is might be where some of our debate might occur in terms of this particular topic, because it is the argument that I've always made in terms of the mixer. And could you not mix a higher quality? Mac, you just said it. Look, it's your palate. It's your dollar. If you want to put Patron in there or Don Julio or whatever it is, that's on you. And, and, and Haas, I know you've said this to me before. You're like, if I spend the money on it and I want to pour it in a goddamn Coke, that's my business, Right. So uh, when it comes to my mixer, I'm, I was kind of split here. And I thought a lot about this this week in terms of what I drink the most of. And I would say, if it's bourbon, what I've been mixing most is probably the Old Forester. Now, the Old Forester I currently have is their 1920 Prohibition. Uh, in terms of cost, it is a little pricier. So people might go, well, that's not a cheap mixer. But I find, and this is, I think, maybe part of my palate, I find that... I'm not buying cheap bourbon to begin with. 
So how do you mix cheap bourbon if you don't even own cheap bourbon? So I'm, I'm currently using the old Forester probably as my, the bulk of what I mix. Um, I have done some small bat, um, some Elijah Craig small batch I've mixed. I, I mentioned the rare breed for my daily. I've mixed the rare breed. I've done that. So Look, just, uh, how did we get this far without mentioning Elijah Craig small batch though? Uh, that, I was just when he mentioned when it, you mentioned it, I'm just like, he was like, fuck, let's start great. over. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. can I go again, please? That's well, another fantastic uh, bourbon that, you know, again, not high proof. It's a, I think it runs 80, 85 proof. So it's very smooth on the palate and easy to drink. But again, what do you mix your bourbon with? Are, are you talking Coke? to me? Yeah, yeah. Is it typically Coke? Uh, I mean, normally it'll be, you know, something with ginger beer or something like that. Or, you know, like if I'm doing like a, a mixed drink, I generally don't, or I'll do an old fashioned, which you could say, well, is that really a mixed drink? You know, you're not really putting enough in it, but I would say in terms of bourbons, when I do it, um, it'll be something like that. It'll be a ginger beer or some, some, something like that. I don't drink Coke per se. So no, right. it's not. That's why, that's why I ask because you don't, you don't, uh, I don't generally, you drink don't drink soda. And generally when you say mm-hmm. mixers, people think in that, in that right. realm. And that's why I ask, cause I'm thinking, okay, when we say mixers, we're talking like a bourbon stone sour or an old fashioned or something like that. Right. Or the bourbon, the bourbon smash. Yeah. Something right. like that. So something along those lines, I, I will be honest, if I'm not mixing it with like a soda, um, I actually kind of want to go a little more high quality because it's more prevalent in the beverage. Yeah, the right. bourbon is still kind of almost the star of the show at that point, where right. is if you go with, you know, say like you're going to mix it with Coke and you pour, you know, two ounces of bourbon to, you know, a 12 ounce can of Coke, that bourbon yeah. pretty much gets lost in that drink. Well, it's interesting right. as I was, uh, I was looking at Instagram. Um, and there was a, who's up for a bourbon and Coke. So I'm like, oh, okay, let me watch this video. And the guy pops open a Pappy 15 year, <laughs> pours it in a glass and then pours, pours Coke in it. And, you know, and he's like, okay. And I think one of the comments, like who's okay with this and who's not, I mean, at the end of the day, you spend that money, you do whatever the fuck you want. You, yeah. People will judge you going, really, you know, you're, that's your, what you're going to mix, but I've made this argument and I, I've done it with Grinch. And this is where I thought maybe we might have a debate is if I do, cause he always defaults to the Blantons in terms of, you know, Don't a miss. higher end, right? <laughs> if I want to mix that with something, does that default not make the drink better? And no, I know Mac, you're going, yeah, but you're losing it. You're really losing it in there. If you're, if you're pouring it in with Coke now in defense of the guy on Instagram, it was a, just a rocks glass. So he wasn't pouring 12 ounces of Coke. It was basically half full of pappies. And then he topped it with a little bit of Coke. So it wasn't Coke, you know, bearing it. I don't think there was enough in there to do it. I've never had pappy. So I couldn't even tell you what it tastes like. So, but, uh, I do have some EH Taylor. And, and so it's like, if I like it and I want to mix it, would that not make the drink better? Yeah, why, why would you dumb me down the best? If, if you're going to consume alcohol, if you're going to consume calories, we, we, we are at a stage in our lives, I feel like, where why shouldn't we have the best we can get? Again, we've said this numerous times. I would rather have quality over quantity every day of the week, right. twice on Sunday. Yeah. Right, and I agree with that. But I guess the question becomes, if you have that quality, is it not good enough to just enjoy on its own? 
Why do you need to, you know, why do you need to pair it with something else? Because I think I mean, some it's just your taste, right? maybe, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. I think some people are just like, I don't want to drink straight. That's just not my thing. It didn't used to be my thing. When people would be like, oh, I'm having a bourbon neat, uh, or even tequila, like tequila, when people would talk about drinking that straight, I'm like, who the fuck does that? Like Unless you put that shot. shit in. Yeah, you don't but, sip it. <laughs> right. But, I mean, uh, there are sipping tequilas. I've there never are sipping tequilas. And, like, and I've, I've never really come one. across it's one. Decent. It's decent. And it's good. Right. Don't get me wrong. Okay. But yeah, I'm not going to sit there. If, I, if I'm going to sip on something, it's not typically going to be a tequila. It's going to be a bourbon. But I guarantee you, there are people out there. That's what that's their thing. Oh, absolutely. And so while it may not make sense to us, and it's interesting because when I thought about this this week and I thought my mixer, oh. if it's bourbon, it's Old Forester. And then for tequila, it would be the Terramana. All right, let's move on to our last and final category. And that is your specialty, your go-to. And maybe you want to impress friends, maybe a special occasion. Maybe you're whining and dining the wife. Now, probably not that because you're not going to pull something out like that for them because they probably aren't drinking it. But whatever your go-to, top dollar, top shelf, I'm going to, I don't care what I'm spending on this, that type of thing, maybe. So let's go around the room and find out what your absolute, go-to top shelf would be Haas. We're going to start with you again for our last one. I mean, I would say angels envy, but I don't like to share it. You don't have to share it, I guess. And it's hard hard to find here. So um, if I was back stateside and I had multiple bottles, I would say angels envy, but as a coincidence would have it, I could find Blanton's here in abundance um, and so that would probably be the special that I would fancifully show off would be the Blantons that I have. Um, cause I have both the regular and the gold. And um, you have tried them both. If I'm not mistaken, I have, I have, and, and you, your, your thoughts on those for our listeners, um, cause we have talked about that one time and time again on the show. Yeah. And I'd like to know what you think for our listeners. Uh, uh regular Blantons is, it's okay. It's okay. Like, I mean, I wouldn't kick it out of bed. I don't know for the price point that it's necessarily worth it. However, Blanton's gold is 10% stronger proof and only marginally more expensive. And I actually kind of prefer it. So you'd say uh, the gold would be your, your kind of special occasion. Yep. Not yep. drinking it's it every day. Once not drinking it every day. Yeah. Special occasion. Um, it's really, it's, it, it's tasty. It's, it's stronger. Um, I think it's more bang for buck. And I says it's only marginally more expensive over here. I think I paid mm, 10, maybe 20 euros more for it. Would you mix it with one of them Coca-Cola smoky mixers? Um, I might, I I might just out of curiosity. Sure. I mean, you only live one, you only live once. And and look again, I, I believe because it's the top, top shelf that's somewhat sacrilegious. Um, but I guess curiosity, now that we've had this discussion, this debate, if you will, on spirits, um, it kind of makes me want to try it just to see. Well, one those mixers are different, right? Cause they're a different flesh. It's not like just drinking caramelized sugar right. or soda. Yes. Correct. They bring in an entirely different level to the table. They've brought in specialists to make these signature mixers. Um, so it's, it's, look, I would, I would love to to find a way to bring some back with me the next time I come back. So you guys can try it. It's, it's really, it's, it's a game changer. I think if the, if they had these in the U S restaurants and bars could sell these at a premium and make just a shit ton of money. There you go. All right. So for you, your, your final, uh, category 
top shelf, your go-to special occasion would be the Blanton's Gold. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Mac? Yeah, only, be- only because I don't like to share my angels in me. Hey, you know, but that's okay. It's mm-hmm. it's it's your thing, brother, and it's your dollar I think you bang, spent. I, I think bang for buck, Angels Envy is top shelf. No okay. bomb diggity. Yeah. Gotcha. All right, Mac, what is your top shelf special occasion? I mean, again, so, so I kind of thought twofold on this one, right? It's, it's for me, this category kind of fell to special occasions slash impress your guests kind of thing, right? Which, which is a little bit the same uh, in my mind. And, and, and so I came up with two on this one. So for me, the special occasion, I think, would probably be the Blanton's. Um, now, there, you know, there's a lot of other options out there. Unfortunately, things that I have not probably tried. Uh, so I can't speak to them. Like, you know, you mentioned, you know, uh, the tailor that you have now. Um, I, I've heard it's supposed to be really good. Never tried it. Um Oddly, did not find its way to the studio this week. Uh, a little sad about that, but you know we'll, we'll have that discussion later. I'm about um, to say, dude, really, really, can we well, up with you? I'm a greedy motherfucker. No, no, I'm not about you. <laughs> I'm talking about homeboy. Couldn't bring a bottle with him. Oh, he brought several other bottles. So I, yes, I, he did. I, 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 that, that was my point of I'm a greedy motherfucker. Look. Oh, um, oh okay, gotcha, gotcha. You don't you don't show up you don't show up to somebody's uh, somebody's home without bringing gifts so yes he was he was taken care of well i have no doubt doubt. about that and and he brought me some gifts too oh wait that's what we're talking about no no Um, so yeah for me you know i think the special occasion would would probably be the blanton's uh one because it's kind of that special bottle because it is really hard to find here um so you know in, in you know the great state of north carolina you can break that out and people will be like "Ooh." That's a fancy bottle. Um, I think it's way overpriced uh, in a lot of places. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I think MSRP on it's supposed to be around $60, $69. Um, but, you know, you find that a lot of places well above $100. Um, so I, I don't know that I would pay, ever pay that much for it. Um, thankfully, the bottle I got was, was a gift, and, and I'm very appreciative for it. And I, I actually plan to open it one of these days because um, I haven't actually tried this bottle of Blanton's, uh, but I have had it before and it's, it's pretty good. Uh, but my second option uh, kind of falls more under the almost kind of the impress your guests kind of party favor type uh, bourbon. And that would be the goat whiskey Reaper whiskey, because that's one I think that you can kind of bring out, you, you know, there, there's, there's only one, only one place that I know of that makes it. Um, so it, it's it's a unique, almost kind of novelty item, and it's kind of fun to break out. And, you know, when you have guests over and and get everybody to kind of try it and see the faces that people make um, and the enjoyment that you get out of watching that. So, uh, so, for, so no, go ahead. Plot. No, I was going to say, so for me, you know, it would, it would fall into those two categories, right? It would, it would be the very special occasion would, would absolutely be Blanton's. Um, but kind of that special occasion party and pressure guests might, you know, I might also pull out the, uh, the, the Reaper whiskey. Uh, I, I will say for the listeners at home, uh, if you don't know Mac, he's quite sadistic when he's talking about, oh, I'd like to impress the guests with a little Reaper whiskey. So, um, 
don't. I also don't, don't want them don't to come stay to around. his house. Yeah, I don't want them to stay around long. Oh. So this this will clear everything out. That's and a win-win. Get home to their uh, to their home throne. Yeah, you don't want to clear them out again. Out at the house. <laughs> you, you don't want to exactly. be at, at, at an away throne when that hits. No. Uh, all right, so I, we have two Blantons. Okay, a Blanton single and then a Blanton gold. Because uh, right. we, of course, Mac, I have not tried the goal. You have not tried the goal. No, I have so not. You, okay. Uh, all right. So we finish with me. And so it is your your special occasion. Somebody comes to the house. Uh, I would love to be able to say as much as I want to that it is the E.H. Taylor small batch. But I haven't tried it yet. But uh, I'm, I'm hoping that when I do try it, I go, that's my special occasion. Uh, that being said, I would love to say it's my Weller 107. But I haven't opened that bottle yet, so I can't even do that. So I'm going to go back to what I said at the beginning. And I would say my special occasion is probably my is Eagle Rare 10 year. As much as I would love for it to be my daily drinker, and it has in the past, at this point, I've gotten a little more intelligent because of the availability of Eagle Rare and using it now as a more special occasion. Like it, it is something where I'm like, okay. It's not going to be done every day. I'm just going to pull it out. I want it to last. Uh, I would say for me, for my palate and what I like, and I think it's one of those, it's smooth enough. You know, it's, it's a 90 proof. When people come over, if they're wanting something, it's not a shock to the system. It's got a very smooth uh, palate. And it is something that I think people will drink and it's not harsh and they won't go, oh my God, what the fuck did you just give me? So, you know, it's, it, and it doesn't require being buried. Now I, I will tell you full disclosure, when I had Eagle Rare as my daily drinker a few years ago, I did mix it. And I think people would probably go, what the fuck were you doing? And it was just as tasty. I know I, I would make an old fashioned when I say mix, let me be specific. I would make an old fashioned with it because at the time I was learning about bourbons and I didn't realize that that was probably one Haas, like you would say, like, you shouldn't do that. And I think people would probably agree with that. So I didn't know any better. And I would, I mean, I would just go through old fashions. Like, man, these are really good. So uh, it's one of those things where I would say that is probably now what I would consider my, my special occasion type of bourbon that I would go to would be Eagle Rare tenure. Mac, did you want to say something, brother? Yeah. And I think, I think you hit on something there that's very important. Uh, when you start talking about that special occasion, kind of impress your guests, it is that proof, right? Um, you know, if, if you're bringing over somebody, and especially somebody that hasn't, you know, had a lot of bourbon, you want to stay definitely lower in that that proof proof point, you know, that eighty to ninety proof, because right. you know I've got that Russell's uh, Russell's Reserve That's downstairs. A single barrel. It's a single barrel, yeah. um, and it's very good, but it checks in at a hundred and 10 proof, I think. Um, so it's, it's pretty powerful when you drink it first. And if you're not mixing it and you're not somebody that's, you know, drinking a lot of bourbon, it can be a shock to the system. Well, I mean, so, just simply uh, not being prepared for that. Right. Right. Yeah. So I think that's, that's a key is, is making sure that you're, you know, you're not overwhelming somebody that, that might be new to this, to the drink world or the spirit world. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, th I think for me, Eagle Rare 10 year would probably be my, my special occasion. Now I know they make the double rare, the, the Eagle double rare, I think is what it is. Uh, phenomenal glass bottle with an Eagle glass topper. And I think it's got a, an Eagle inside the bottle that's glass. I mean, if I get my hands on one of those motherfuckers, shit, um, I would probably never drink it. 
And, and that's where my wife talks about. My wife is constantly, she's like, oh, let's sign up for this competition or that, where maybe you can get a bottle of Pappies. And I'm like, I would probably never drink it because when am I ever going to get another one? Or hold on, hold we might get together with a four. Why would you save it though? What's the point of saving? Yeah, it? what's the it point of saving? No what are you gonna? No you're gonna you, you're gonna you know put that shit in your will and, and will it to your kids? That is gonna- that is absolutely what aficionados will do. They will buy That's those it. and they will. It becomes an investment that they literally will in the family and it stays in the family. It's it is. It's yeah, but how approach. do you know your kids after you're dead and gone? How do you know your kids are going to take that shit and keep willing it down the line? They won't. They they, they won't necessarily, right? I mean, but so I now you done what? You, you done spent your hard earned money and didn't get to on some it. really good shit, and you never got to taste that crap, right? So I I say that, and obviously, if I bought it and the four of us got together, I'd be like, we're breaking this open. And then, of course, in, in, in a few short days, we would probably plow through it. And then you guys would leave and you would go back to your own homes. And I'd be sitting there looking at an empty bottle, crying, going, I have nothing. It's gone. You know, uh, that, maybe that's an extreme example as well. But I think you had great memories. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. Right. When you pop that cork, it's all about the memories you're generating. Um, and that's the most important part. So look, at the end of the day, uh, what we've talked about here on this episode, if it's your daily drinker that you're just going to drink every day. Uh, first off, probably shouldn't drink every day. It's not good for the liver. It's not good for your health and well-being. Uh, if it's your cheap mixer or if it's your special occasion, I want to impress my friends. And I think, Matt, going back to what you said about that one real quick, you bring that out because maybe somebody isn't into something and you're like, hey, you should try this. And then when they try it, they go, holy shit. And That's then, amazing. Right. Um, at the end of the day, whatever it is, if it's your if it's your daily drinker, your cheap mixer or your special occasion, do what works for you. Do what works for your palate. Spend the dollar you want to spend. And I think the more I go through this and the more I try, the more I'm willing to spend more money on something. Because it used to be, and I know, Mac, you got I'm a cheap bastard. I don't take that approach. And I think as I go along, I am willing to spend more. And I am willing to kind of put that dollar out there and go, I might like that. And, and if I do, yeah, that sucks because that's kind of the concern, right? You like, oh, I spent $150 and I loved it. Now I got to try to get it again. And so it's just like, eh, I mean, that's or, a chance you take. God forbid you spent $150 and, and you know, you're thinking, it. how am I going to mix this to, to, you know, power through the rest of this bottle? Cause I'm going to drink it all. I'm going to ask Haas if he can just DHL me some Coke mixers. There you <laughs> maybe, go. maybe I can work through <laughs> it. Uh, you know, that's his thing, right? With the whistle pig, you got to figure out how you're drinking it, right? Because you're, yeah, you're not going to pour it out. a whole fucking bottle of it. I'm not going to pour it down the drain. Yeah. I don't think I can I don't think I can sell it to somebody now that it's opened. Exactly. Uh, you know, as always, I'm sorry the Grinch is here because I would love to know his take on these things. I think Blanton's might fall into that that special occasion for him, possibly. I could be wrong. Maybe there's another one out there that we don't uh, know Wait, about. hold on. Has he mentioned that he's never tried it? Tried what? I don't think he's ever tried Blanton's, has he? No, yes, he has. Grinch? Has he? He's yeah. the one that introduced me to it. Yeah. Is he? Okay, but yeah, he doesn't own any currently. He doesn't currently own any, right? No, because he, brought a, he okay. brought a okay. bottle to your parents' house when we were all Yes. Because yes. that was the first time uh, I tried Blanton's. Yes. Gotcha. And he was very specific that you're not to mix it with anything. Oh, I that. Yeah, yes. Yeah, I, 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 think I, I think I turned my head to look at a can of Coke 
and, and I got like, I'll slap you. Um, I still, yeah. I still, you know, have tremors every now and then. <laughs> yeah, it is one of those things uh, that, from that so yeah. if, he, if he had a bottle of it, that was my hope because now Mac has a bottle, I've got a bottle, Haas, you have the the single and the gold. If he had a bottle, I did want to come on here and just share a drink, the four of us, and and talk about Bland's because it does have that mystique, and uh, you know, and just see but, what everybody thought about it. Maybe this is a whole different podcast episode, right? Why does it have that mystique? That's a definitely right? different whole. I mean, you know, episode. yeah. How did it get to that point? Is it's it just a man, demand, baby? Supply. Yeah, demand. that's it. Yeah. So, all right, gentlemen. Well, I appreciate you being here. You know, obviously, another good episode is is in the books. We're going to put this one away. Thank you for your takes on your particular approach to spirits. You know, I didn't want to stick to one category. I know some of us may or may not have. Um, and it's nice to see that our palates are expanding. You know, like you said, Haas, at the outset, if somebody told you you were going to be drinking gin the way you're drinking gin, you'd have been like, whatever, you fucking idiot. Um, and so, yeah, it was definitely nice to, to have this conversation. We'll have to pull Grinch back in when he's back and just find out what his top three are. I'd love to know. And uh, we made our predictions. Now we did. What, we did. I think so. Yeah. Let's see how, how well we know Grinch. Yeah. God, do we really want to do that? Um, <laughs> all right. So we're going to leave it there. You know what? If Feel free. Go out. Uh, go to the four horsemen at a spirited debate.com. Drop us a line. Drink you'd like us to try. A topic hey, you'd Thor. like us to debate. Uh, Thor. Yes, that's me. Go ahead. Yeah. So the four, though, is that the number four? Or is it spelled out? Sir, that is spelled out. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, it is F O U R. So, okay. so, so let me do this for you. Um, it, it, grab a pen and a piece of paper. Those of you listening at home, it is T H E F O U R H O R S E M E N, the four horsemen at a spirited debate.com. That is our email. Go ahead and drop us a line there drink you'd like us to try, a topic you'd like us to debate. Let us know your top three spirits that you prefer or enjoy, your daily drinker, your cheap mixer, or your special occasion spirit, whatever that is, your impress your friends. Uh, so drop us a line there, or you can go to our website at aspirateddebate.com. Check out all the drinks there. You can obviously hit us up there. Same thing, topics, drinks, doesn't matter. We'd love to hear from you. And if you have a debate that you would like to engage in with us, feel free to drop us a line. We'd love to have you on the show. Uh, and we would love to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. So from all of us here at A Spirited Debate, Mac, again, thank you for inviting me to your home in our undisclosed location here in North Carolina. Thank you for admitting that my sweet and sour mix was better than store-bought and for making our margaritas today. Uh, Not a problem, sir. We're going to... Uh finish up here and go open up the go the, the reaper whiskey yeah great except i can't go home to my throne so just be aware of that i may ruin your bathroom uh, didn't think <laughs> yeah. that through. no you didn't it's a cautionary tale <laughs> Did. uh yes so as always to our masturbators out there continue the conversation at your leisure go out into the world and continue to debate these topics that you hear from us week in and week out we love having everybody here and we'd love to hear from you gentlemen as always thank you very much and i look forward to doing this again next week Oh, it's been a pleasure. And Here's. welcome, welcome to the smooth sounds of jazz. <laughs> uh, alrighty, gentlemen, thank you so much. I do appreciate it. Mac, thank you for inviting me up here. I love you.
The views, information, or opinions expressed during the A Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are solely those of the hosts or guests involved and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the hosts or guests may or may not be associated with in a professional or personal capacity unless explicitly stated. While guests are invited to listen, listeners acknowledge that they are not being provided professional advice from the podcast or its guests. The content within the parameters of a Spirited Debate podcast series or any affiliated podcast are for entertainment and educational purposes only. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual.